0: Are you using a click track on stage? If so, here's five common mistakes that I wanna make sure you avoid. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Spacebar. This is the podcast for playback techs, musicians, music directors, really anyone performing on stage with Ableton Live. Like I mentioned in the intro, today we're talking all about click tracks. Um, Whether you've just got started, whether you've been using a click for many, many years, I see that there are five common mistakes that bands make, and I want to help you avoid making those mistakes when it comes to click. Okay, so you ready, let's buckle up, let's dive in and let's get started. So mistake number one when it comes to using a click track, again, common mistake I see people make is that not everyone has click. So I often hear, well, the singer doesn't wanna hear click, the, the artist doesn't wanna hear click. And I understand not every situation do you have full control over who can hear click and who can use click. Sometimes you're walking into a situation a scenario where you're a hired gun and you're just hired to run tracks and that's it. And the artist is very particular and they refuse to use click. But but I wanna talk about situations in scenarios where you have control over that. Maybe this is a, a band that you are a founding member of. Uh, maybe this is a band that you're in where yes, you are uh, in charge of click and tracks and running click and tracks, uh, but you have some say into how those are implemented. If so, then it's super important that every single person has click. Now, why is that important? Well, it's it's going to be the most freeing experience for everyone. If everyone has click and everyone can use a click and hear it at the same time, uh, then it means everyone can be on the same page. It means that when you start a song, the drummer doesn't have to count everyone off because everyone's hearing click. Often, and again, common mistake I see people make is instead of everyone hearing click, just the drummer has click. Uh, back when I first started playing with click and tracks at the very very beginning. Our drummer would have like a boss Dr. Beat metronome next to him and he would start it and then he'd hear the click for a second and then he would count things off for us. And then we would all jump in. Well, that meant our intros were ruined. It meant that we were all pushing against the drummer uh, and he was doing his best to try to keep us all locked in as opposed to all of us hearing click. And just being a way more freeing experience when everyone can hear click. Everyone's on the same page. They can follow along the song really carefully. We'll talk about um, uh, a mistake that people often make that will actually help you even more so stay on the same page here in just a moment. Um, but when everyone has click, again, everyone's on the same page, everyone's together, um, and it's just a way better, more freeing experience. Uh, the second mistake, the common mistake that I see people make is people use a click without an accent. Uh, now, what is an accent? Let's say, for example, we're in 4-4. So we got four beats, one, two, three, four. An accent would just mean on beat one that that click sound is a little different. So it's higher pitched, and then two, three, and four are a little different. Now, I understand a lot of people say, well, I don't want to use an accent because um, uh, you know we have some some maybe measures of two, some measures of six. Uh, in case we get off the accent, we don't want everyone to be thrown off. But not using a click with an accent is very, very detrimental. One, because it's uh, having an accent is going to help you, again, map out your song. It's going to make sure in intros, um, when you're starting a song, that everyone's on the same page. If it's two measures a click, then when I hear one, two, three. Three, four, two, right? And I'm saying two, basically saying that's higher pitch. That's my accent. When I can hear that, I can follow along and know that there's two measures. If you just hear, it, then you may not know exactly where that is. In the heat of the moment, everyone's on stage. The the crowd hopefully is screaming. Everyone's really into it. The audience uh, is a fan of what you're doing. Uh, it's going to be easy to miss those intros. It's going to be easy to miss count-ins. And if you have an accent, then it's really easy to follow along. The other reason why you got to have an accent is if you ever hope to use tracks, you better learn to play with the click and you better learn to play with a click with an accent because getting those intros just right is important and you no longer have the freedom to suddenly decide To make it a bar of six, you know, a a six, four bar when it really should be a bar of four, or cut out two beats and make it a, a bar of two. You've got to make sure that everything is exactly right. If I've got an accent, then I hear one. Two, three, four, two, two, three, four, right? So hopefully that makes sense. Now, uh, I'll share uh, mistake number three in just a moment. But before I do that, I want to ask you to subscribe. If you enjoy this podcast, if you're a fan of what I do with From Studio Stage, then hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. uh, Then do me a favor, leave a rating review. I mentioned in a previous episode, uh, my goal is to get up to 100 reviews, ratings and reviews on iTunes uh, by the end of the year. I think we could do it, but I need your help. So leave a rating or review. Okay. Okay. so common mistake number three that people make is they use a different click sound for every single song. I see this happen particularly when people are getting stems from different sources, like this producer uh, producer uh, gave me this song, this producer gave me this song, or maybe you're a worship leader and you've purchased some songs from Loop Community, some from Multitracks, or uh, different people have made them, whatever the scenario is, um, using a different click sound for every song would be like a guitar player using a different set of pedals and a different amp and a different guitar for every single song. And you may, as a guitar player, be going, well, I do switch guitars out through, throughout the show. Yeah. And I have different overdrive pedals. Well, yeah. But as a guitar player, if you're a good guitar player, and I know you are because you're listening to this show, then um, you've done the work to level your volumes out, right? If I use a different click sound for every song, some clicks are going to cut through, some clicks are not going to cut through. The volume levels are going to be different. Um, Don't do that. Now, a common suggestion I have, a thing that will help uh, you do this really well is go check out foundations for live. It's a click track that uh, it's for sale. It's a, it's a product. So if you don't want to buy it, you don't have to buy it, but it's a click track that has different subdivisions. It, it has uh, different click sounds. You can use your own click sound. Um, and you can, uh, uh you can, um, uh, load your click sound, have a custom click sound, but you can make your click your own. Um, you could turn the accent on and off, but as we mentioned earlier, you want to have the accent on, we know that, but it will make sure that every single one of your songs has a consistent click uh, across it, which is super, super important. Number four, and we talked about being able to follow along. Uh, we talked about being able to um, uh, kind of know the structure of a song. This is really going to help um, but the mistake I see people make here often is they don't use cues, count-ins, guide tracks, or slate tracks. And what is that? Now, uh, we talked about count ins as being something super important. What also helps an accountant along with the accent and click is being able to literally hear someone count one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, right? Um, something that really helps to follow a structure of a song, yes, is an accent and click, but is to hear someone say verse two, three, four. Um, what's really helpful at the beginning of, the, of a song, a lot of times people uh, do what's called slate tracks and they'll have someone literally say um, uh, a beautiful day, you know, at the beginning of the song to know that that's the song we're doing. Again, When everything goes well, when everything, you're in rehearsal, it's easy to remember the song structure. But I can't tell you the amount of times, uh, even with the set list next to me, um, me or someone else in the band has forgot what song is next. And so it may be beneficial and helpful to use Click, uh, to add cues, count-ins, guide tracks, slate tracks to your Click track so that everyone can follow along. I would rather you use it. And implement it and not ever feel like you need it then get in a scenario when it's stressful and people are cheering and screaming loudly which we want them to we hope that they do that uh, and not be able to know what song is next now number five this one is less common but as i was actually researching this i found Uh, I don't want to give too much in folks. I I, I don't want to embarrass the people that did this, but I found a video where someone basically was explaining how they use a click. And one of the things they said is now we don't use click throughout the whole song because click is annoying. I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. That would be like a drummer saying, I don't like to play, um, uh, drums with sticks because I think it's really annoying and it hurts my wrist when I do that. So, uh, I play with sticks and then halfway through the song, I switch to brushes because, um, It's just really annoying. I don't like playing with sticks, right? Uh, Learning to play a song with sticks and to build proper wrist strength and arm strength or whatever the heck you drummers do, um, you've got to practice it. It's a discipline, right? And playing a full song with a click all the way through is a discipline. To learn to play with click with metronome on stage is a discipline. And and not everyone has it. And here's the big thing. If, If I was able to talk to the person that did this video, Essentially what I would tell them, uh, and this sounds lofty and sounds like I'm, I'm preachy, but I'm telling myself this as well too, is when we step on stage as performers, it's not about us. Whatever context we're performing in, whatever scenario we're in, whatever type of music we're playing, it's not about us. And that's contradicting a world where branding is important and we've gotta get our name out there. And yes, that stuff is important, but when you step on stage, it's not about you, it's about creating an experience for the audience, for the people that are there to see you, for your fans. And the best experience for the fans is for you and everyone on stage to know where they're going, to have fun, to enjoy it, to create great music. And a great way to do that is to use a click track. And a super important reason or or way to use a click track is to use a click throughout the entire song because you don't want to get lost. Uh, You want the band to have, again, talking about we did what we talked about in the beginning, not everyone having click, hearing click. Um, We want to have click throughout the entire song so we know where we're going, so that we can use guide cues, We can all be on the same page. Um, And again, it's just a more freeing experience. It's annoying at times. I mean, there's times where, honestly, I love playing a gig where we're not playing with click in ears. I'm I'm not going to lie. That's kind of nice and freeing. But those are gigs that are kind of self-indulgent, or we're just hanging out in rehearsal, having a good time. Um, When I want to have the best experience, and I want to create the best experience, what am I doing? I'm playing with a click. I'm playing with a click consistently through the song, right? That's super, super important. Now, uh, if you're looking for a way to get started with click, if you need a way to um, you know, what's the first step I can take, uh, then head to from studiosage.com slash clicks, and when you do that, you'll be able to download a full collection of click tracks I have in four four and it's six eight. And I think we start at 50 bpm all the way to like 150 bpm. Every single possible click track you could ever need is there. So whether you're using Ableton Live, you're using some other doll, you're using an iPad, iPhone app to run tracks. If you need a click track, head to from studiostage.com slash clicks. It's completely free. I know I mentioned some paid resources as well too, but it's completely free uh, for you to get access to. So thanks so much for watching this episode. Thanks for sticking around. Again, like I mentioned earlier, if you haven't yet, please subscribe on YouTube. Hit the bell icon so you're notified when I post new content. I do that every single day. And if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, help me reach 100 ratings and reviews. This would be amazing. It's a hack. big, hairy, audacious goal to make it at the end of the year uh but leave me a rating and review even if it's a poor one i don't know that i should say that but let's just say even if it's not a great review let's hit 100 right uh that guy talks too much his his wrap-ups take too long at the end he keeps asking me to subscribe whatever whatever it is leave me a rating and review on itunes thanks so much for watching everybody this is a blast we'll see you next week take care bye